All right. Welcome to the 290 More Podcast. I appreciate your time. If you could, introduce yourself for my viewers and listeners. I'm Lillian. I'm a artist, singer, songwriter, dancer, model, accountant. Exercise <laughs> um, guru. Fitness, yeah, <laughs> fitness guru. Uh, did I miss anything? I said model, right? Yeah. Yeah, you do that. Got that. Okay. So, let's start from the top before we get into everything you got going on right now. So... If you don't mind me asking, where did Lillian grow up? Um, I grew up mainly in Aurora, Illinois, which is where I still live. But I was born in Minnesota, but I was a little military brat, so we were on the road a little bit. Lived in a few other states, lived in Puerto Rico. My sister was born there and whatnot, so a little bit of taste of everywhere, you know? Okay. What was your favorite place to live? Okay, I was a kid. I moved here. Ah, okay, like okay. So you left. It's home then. Right. Illinois right. is home, for sure. Right, for sure, for sure. I lived in Florida for two years when I was, like, No, 18, no, Illinois 19. home. No, I'm just playing. Illinois Okay. It's okay. Florida, is our, is. I'm not saying this by any means, but uh, I've heard that the people in, in Florida are a little crazy. Is that any truth to that? I only lived in Florida for like a year and a half. Okay. And it was right when the pandemic started. So I got to see all the pandemic, whatever, backlash or whatever. Um, I don't know. I just don't like the people. I think the Midwest is... We're all just more well-rounded people. Like, we understand life more. I feel like we've experience more like i know people who have never seen snow like to me that's crazy not because of the actual like not seeing it but like you never had a snow day you never had to shovel your driveway right. you never had to warm your car up in the morning right. and scrape ice you off never like got just stuck stuff in like snow that on the way like, home. it builds character <laughs> right builds character. for sure for sure but okay so Midwest. so so if you how was your childhood did you um always have this what you was doing now in your mind or did you was like doctor lawyer what, what what was that like so i had a great childhood actually but so that's great i always wanted to be a teacher like that was it from as long as i had little stuffed animals playing like fake school like that was just always it literally until high school and my senior year i actually was an intern at a, a elementary school my own elementary school and then something just like flipped and I was like, I learned it was a lot more like behavioral rather than teaching, especially at elementary level, like maybe high school is different. Mm -hmm, and sure. I was just like, I feel like my purpose is elsewhere. Not that I, I love kids. I have siblings. Like, it's not that it's just, it wasn't my calling. Like I didn't feel fulfilled from it, if that makes sense. So what was it that caused you to it in the first place? Was your mom a teacher or? or no, like or I just. just you just I think like... I'm naturally a want to help others okay. type of person. Um, I do enjoy, you know, like when you see something click for someone, it is exciting, like knowing you help them and whatnot. Um, I don't know. I really don't know what made me want to be it. I don't know. I guess I had a. Gr I do know actually. I had a lot of great teachers. That's what oh, I'm forgetting to mention. I'm, that's what I'm, I'm right. I'm, I, my elementary school was great. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. sense. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we go. We get through high school. You you went back to your old elementary school. You right. like this ain't for me. Mm -hmm. What was for you after that? We'll, we'll, we'll follow. We'll follow. See, what? after high school was a whirlwind because my life just took like major turns but 
What, so I, right turns or left turns? Just scribbles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Figure eights. Right. Uh, but I went to college. You know, I had an older sister. She went to college. Like, that, that's just what our high school preached. Like, you go to college. So I was originally going to go to University of Illinois in Champaign. Um, and then, like, I had my schedule. I had my roommate. And, like, I went to orientation. And a week later, I was like, I can't go here. Like, I literally just backed out. Everything was set in stone. And I just backed out. I was whoa, like, whoa, whoa. You didn't know. What happened? I know. What happened? Oh, to be fair, <clears throat> I still did get my education. Just not from there. But I don't know. I just, I think money was a huge thing. Like, okay. that scared me. It was a big investment. Probably mm-hmm. one of the biggest ones people make in our, at our age and day and time. For sure. Um, but whatever. So I ended up going to community college first. Um, and... Someone I knew from high school was like, email this counselor guy. He's going to help you get your associates in a year. And I was like, cool. I hate school anyway. Like, let's just get it over with. I hated this. Um, I, I knew after high school, I won't do no more school. I didn't even play like that. I'm sorry. It's a lot I mean, of work, you know, and it's I, draining. It's yeah. draining. So, yeah, I got that. Got my associates done in a year. I had 60 credits in a year. It was hell. I had like three hour classes for eight weeks long and then it would rotate to like the next section or whatever um summer classes and whatever so this is only one time period so then after that that summer after i got my associates i somehow whole time i was working had a job i always had a job two jobs um don't i I got hey i got time for one job i it was a lot it was but you know, I was at community college. I didn't really have that many friends and whatnot. Um, whatever. Graduated there. Got a job as a salesman at... Saleswoman. At a car dealership. Did that for three months. Literally made the most money I ever touched. Enjoyed it. Like, I, that's one thing I learned about, like, why I didn't like teaching either is, like, I don't like routine. Like, I need a different... Mm-hmm. Something different every day. And I think that's what... Our education system lacks is every day, same classes, same order. And I just, that's not how I think people are meant to learn. But um, whatever. So I was three months there and then it was kind of like, okay, like, do I finish getting my degree? Like, you're halfway there. You might as well finish. Or do I, you know, stay working? I'm not going to lie. The schedule was horrendous. It was 50 hour weeks, only Sundays and Tuesdays off. I couldn't travel. The days I had off, I was so exhausted from working. So This guy right here. Yep. It, it's a lot. So I just ended up saying, you know what? It was great while it happened, but it's time to move to the next thing. So I ended up continuing my education and I went to a Florida school, switched up my environment, moved away for the first time for my family, tried a new state by myself um, and got my degree there. Then all the pandemic happened, and you guys know the rest. And here we are. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I'm, it's a this lot, is the condensed a, version. A lot happened between in the rest and here we are. In okay, so two to three so, years. So, so I'm gonna try to pick through it for for the people who listening and watching it. So, um, let's let's say okay. So after after the saleswoman thing, I was waiting for you to say you didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? Just. I was waiting for I was surprised you said that. So what was your favorite part about selling cars, if you don't mind me asking? Honestly. Was it, it the driving the new cars? No, it was meeting people. So 
obviously, you know, people come in for test drives and mm-hmm. whatever. You're meeting everyone from age 16 with their parents getting their first car to I sold like one to like an 80 year old and they were like, not going to lie, this is my last car. And I was like, okay. Like, so you just met a lot of different people. And that was my favorite part. Like, you just have to find out what someone likes and needs and not oversell them on something they don't have the money for or want. And it was fun. Like, it was like a little was, game kind of like. car people really think like that. I did. I was okay. different though. Okay. And that's why I was successful. They even told me the reason I was successful was because I had a completely different approach. Mm-hmm. I wasn't focused on the money, even though it was great. If you think about it, because there's other dealerships that are competitors too. As long as you're leaving a mark in their head, they're most likely going to come back, reach out to you if they don't buy it on the spot or like, oh, I need to think about it. And then go to three other shops. Well, oh, well, we liked her. And a lot of people actually did tell me like, I remember like one day I was out the office because it was like my day off and they were like, where's Lily? Like we like the young girl that was ambitious. And I was like, that's nice. Like, and my, the other salesman like <coughs> couldn't steal my client basically. But no, um, I sold like one family of Tahoe because we, we sold new and used cars. I worked at Volkswagen mm-hmm. and like one lady was like so happy with her purchase. She like painted me mini canvases with like a thank you letter like it was just so sweet so it was a heartfelt job you got to meet a lot of cool people so that's my favorite part granted i knew nothing about cars starting but now i do so okay learned a little something as well mm-hmm. okay so from the beginning up to that point what role was music playing in your life <sighs> music uh i don't know i always grew up listening to music i think everyone did right for sure um in the car at the house we had a cd player my sister had an ipod touch like it goes way back you know um i personally i would say like the first real memory i have of it was like fifth grade choir club or whatever i forgot what it was called exactly um obviously we took music class when it was like forced upon us Mm -hmm. um But no, like the first core memory I have is I did play flute in sixth and uh, seventh. Did I play it in eighth grade? Sixth, middle school. I played it in the middle school. Um, and I'm actually glad, like my mom did want all of us to play an instrument. Both my sisters played piano. My One of them plays oboe, one plays clarinet. Like, I don't know, like I'm mad I didn't learn piano because that would have been Me very too. helpful. We I have that, one. I say that every day. We have one and I'll I still haven't learned. I'll be trying to learned. make these up. Ah! I want to learn to play guitar, but that's a whole other beast. Yeah, I'll probably. A whole other, like people say that takes years to learn. I but bet. So I mean, it's going to take me a hundred years. Right, me too, because <laughs> I have no attention span. But yeah, that would probably be like my main core memory was band in middle school. But even that wasn't like the vocal side of it. I would say the first time I had like, this isn't even music, but my first like memory of like realizing how powerful words were was actually junior year of high school my english class had like a field trip in the city Mm. um and it was for a poetry slam and it was competing high schools i don't think there was a prize i can't remember but it was just interesting everybody wins in high school right everybody (laughs) it was a bunch of young um high schoolers like giving their i call it performances because it was a show like some people had like stomping routines to it other people had like more expressive like dance like slow lyrical like movements to their poetry other people just stood there monotone but 
with a purpose to get their point across. Like there was just so many ways and poetry was like, that was like the first time I realized like, okay, well music is poetry. Hey, I like writing, like let's, you know, kind of like see. That was probably like my first like music writing experience. I did not compete, but I watched and definitely Mm-hmm. was like oh wow like this is powerful and like some of them hit like they were deep stories like i remember one was like i don't even know it was like five years ago but <laughs> it still <laughs> impacts me so you know um yeah that's uh okay right. okay so you you said you had you always loved writing when what the type of form of writing was that was it always poetry or was you doing the school newspaper what what, what did that look like you have great questions, but you know what? I love See, that. now that you, you know, say that. We live for that response. I know Sorry you do, because guess what? The questions do go a long way. It feeds the conversation. So I do appreciate good questions. And when it feels like you're, you know, we talked about not wanting to be like scripted, but prepared, still oh, knowing sure. like for what sure. you want to get across. But now that you asked that question, you just reminded me, even in elementary, like I remember I was in this, it was called like hay classes, like after school programs. And I was in like the press writing one. And like, you just pulled that out of my memory because I forgot I was even in that. Oh, so man, that's awesome. Yeah. But uh, writing, where did that first happen? I would say the form it first happened in was I always liked writing about other people. So like whatever, when my coach retired, I loved, you know, writing out not an essay, but like paragraphs about her and her career and like how much she impacted me for people's birthdays. Like I always loved, you know, expressing how much you care about someone or, you know, just the influence they had on you. Um, I don't like writing about myself, but that's another story. Um, music wise though, even now, like when I do write, cause I do write all my own songs. Um, I pull inspiration from, so like, let's say one song, like one lyric can be about distance, let's say, but like, it could be about my grandma, but then like the rest of the song could be about like a lover. Like I try to mix, people don't know that cause it all makes sense. And you could be like, oh, she's talking about the boy the whole time. When whole time, like this verse is about my family. This verse is about like myself. So like, you kind of just have to intertwine it. I'm getting off topic, but writing it's creative. You know, you just can go any way. I know like some people are like, oh, they don't rap about what they actually do in life. But that's the whole point. Like creative writing, we had topics like that where, you know, you're supposed to free the mind and yeah. make up a story. They you know? don't say and, that about movie creators. Like, why don't they just make movies about uh, What is a movie about? script? Why don't they just make movies about what non-fiction. they do every day? Right. Nonfiction, <laughs> fiction. It's just endless. That's the cool part. But <clears throat> no, for the most part, actually, I think all my lyrics have meaning and happened in my life so but right now i feel like i'm still surface level i haven't fully fully opened up in my lyrics but you hear enough to know you Mm -hmm. know some of the stuff i've done or did or do okay for sure and before we jump into the music a little bit more i did throw in there your coach so let's what was was you on playing sports um yeah so that was um i cheered since seventh grade to uh uh fresh or i guess junior year of college but remember that whole community college thing so we skipped the year but um yeah since seventh grade i cheered for basketball and football and also did competitive i honestly loved it like it 
I was I started as a flyer. I don't I don't even know if people know these words, but then I was I the bass. I definitely don't. Right, the flyer's when the person. When I think of cheer, I think of no. Okay, so the flyer's the person in the air. Also, oh, the jumping up and st- no, like holding up, right. holding person in the air. I okay. used to be that. That was before I hit my growth spurt. Okay. Then in high school, I was the bass, which is the person holding the person up. But something about that, like it's so thrilling being able to like throw and catch. So I have to I show you some it, videos I, after this. I, I bet uh, it is. Look up some all sorts of videos. I bet it is thrilling to throw somebody fifteen feet there. It is. <laughs> Maybe not 15, but okay, I don't maybe know. I don't hey, know. I'm not I don't gonna. Know shit. You know what I'm saying? But okay. yeah, other than that, I did track um, since <clears throat> eighth grade, eighth grade to senior year of high school. So, you know, kind of two different sports, but also shaped me completely different. Definitely is the reason for my physique, uh, and just a huge part of my personality and characteristics too is just my discipline, my drive. My I noticed that it all does. It sprouted with sports. For you know, sure. They do. For sure. D- discipline's something everyone needs, to be mm. honest. And if you're not disciplined, yeah. start. Right. <laughs> if you ain't disciplined, you're going to be you're... under a bridge somewhere. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. okay. So, let's. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to segue into the music because you, you got a lot going on. So, I, I don't want to even segue to, to the music. And it's like four things that happened before the music. No, and I appreciate So. A timeline. Before we get to the music, is there any major events that led up to you being taking music as taking music seriously? <sighs> any major events? Or matter of fact, a lot. Okay, go ahead. No yeah. matter of fact, what? I was gonna ask like a compound question to try okay, to lead ahead. you better, but you started to no, explain no, go ahead. a little more. Need- so was it like a sp- maybe it was a, a specific event that you was like, man, I'm finna start doing music seriously like you was like i'm not really feeling what's going on right now let's do that you know what i'm saying but don't let me <sighs> Those leave are you. honestly two different questions don't let me, but ah, I call would, me out. Mm-hmm. see that's that college education man yeah <laughs> but i would say the event that you know made me realize i could do music was going to so many concerts I've literally gone to over 50 shows, been to music festivals, different genres too. Riot Fest in Chicago, Spring Awakening in Chicago, Lollapalooza in Chicago, it's, Rolling Loud in- Riot Fest, Riot's is, like is, rock. Is that where the mosh pits at? Riot's like rock music. That's not where I the want mosh a free pits ticket. are. Mosh pits are everywhere, to be honest. Uh, Every genre. I never- <laughs> uh, Rap, Uzi, you never heard about like Pippa Cardi's mosh pits? I love Uzi, but I don't- I don't like I don't see him or nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. But no, I would say that is like the events that kind of made me realize like if they're doing it, like why can't I? Like I'm already spending all this money on shows. Why don't I try to get my own? Or why? Like it just seems so attainable. And when you already love it, like like I said, I've been listening to music my whole life, and I'm a very empathetic person and connect with music. So it's like. I want people to feel the way I feel about this person's music, you know, like, oh, this person's their biggest fan. Like, you know, it is it is a cool feeling. If a whole stadium singing your song, it's the same as if you play a sport. Gotta be cheering for you when you score a touchdown. It's a feeling you can't reciprocate or describe. So that's something I'm chasing. Or duplicate or imitate. There you go. I had to recover. Buzz a little rhyme. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so um so that that is so what's the specific moment when he was like um i'm finna write a song and i'm finna go record it was it was it was somebody like 
hearing you sing, I'm like, you should, you should sing, you should do it for real. Was it you personally just in the crib? And I know you know, I know you mentioned at the at being going to the shows, but what right. what actually made me? Like, I'm finna get this notebook. I'm finna get a pen. Um, I'm finna find a beat. Like you can ask my family. I was always singing around the house, and they would literally tell me like, "Shut up, you're being loud and obnoxious." But like, the only way to get better is to practice. But no, that's not the moment. Um, I would say, just you know, I obviously a lot of people make music. I was around people who would book studio times and I would be like sitting in there, you know, drinking and having fun watching. And then I was like, why can't I be doing it? It all comes back to just, I wouldn't say jealousy, but like I'm someone that likes to try new things. So if I'm seeing someone do it, I'm like, I want to try too. you know, like it's exciting. Like, Mm. let me get in the booth, you know? Um, but I would say what really started making me write and put together a song because i promise you it is not as easy as it looks um it kind of started with you know writing captions for pictures and like oh well like here's a quick little like four bar verse like okay like let's add on to it that would be a really catchy hook like you know what i mean and then i regret this actually a lot is not starting sooner same thing I say. I Everyone say, says this, but I this goes for anything in life. Every six Start. hours. You what? I say it every six hours. Oh, okay. When I see some kid making $20 million off YouTube yep. videos playing with toys. Eh, so. It's not money driven for me, but... Yeah, it's definitely money. Not whether a, it's <clears throat> a hobby, a chore, a goal, just start. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest part. And one thing I regret is I the first time I went to the studio, I was scared. I was that's the whole reason i prolonged this process because i was scared to go to the studio i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm not ready i don't know like if i'm gonna even like this beat and kind of just making excuses really and i didn't go to the studio until my senior year of college and like even after that i dropped the song i think like a month before i graduated and i regret that because with that i missed out on a whole audience my whole Yes, people from my college still listen, I hope, or that I know of, you know what I mean? But a whole audience I missed out of, probably missed a bunch of performance opportunities, collaboration opportunities, just exposure, really. And it's kind of sad, like looking back, especially being in Florida, like music videos, having all those people in one spot, like it was so accessible. And I honestly fumbled the bag, you know, and now i'm back living in illinois and it's everyone's working it's harder to get people in one spot it's cold right now it's winter you know no one wants Mm -hmm. to go outside so it's just it's harder to especially with age it's harder to get people to come together when you're trying to push something so that's my only regret about not starting sooner but did i answer Uh, (laughs) i went on a tangent you did perfect that's what we're here for that's exactly what we're here for so now you you you're writing music and you're making music what what exactly was the was the only goal only to to tell yourself that you can do it like i could do this too or was it like now i want you know what i'm saying i want to do projects i want to drop singles what what was the motivation behind that the goals have adjusted they've adjusted majorly but um can yeah, we, can the, we talk about that? Yes, that, we can. That adjustment period. The, what was that like? Oh my gosh, there's so much. I could talk for hours about it, but you know, like the first goal was like getting over my fear to record, mark that off, went to the studio, 
the next thing was like that, 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 and that's how you got over it just I just, just booked it and said that's so, it so you went up and they're like alright take it back oh, one I, more time okay right. no 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 I don't I don't freestyle that's one thing about me I came up with just how I explained it like verses and whatnot, and in the studio you figure out your um, rhythm and process that's another thing I gotta talk about is the studio process that's something I wish people could watch like everyone's different there's people that go in there young boy bust out a song in a minute there's other people spend hours writing on paper you know so there's people who come prepared and just you know recite what they already wrote there's people who come up with it on the spot but um yeah so that was the first goal i was like book it done the next scary part was oh crap i have to drop this people are gonna so, hear so my voice feel my you... feelings so like that was the next goal is like dropping and just getting that out the way like Opening your heart to everyone. Um, were you gonna say? Something? Were, were you coming in the studio prepared already? Were you working with with the engineer? The engineer you... I knew from going to other people's sessions. I did go with someone I you know trusted, felt comfortable with. But even then, I was still scared. I hadn't sang in front of him before. I was like, oh, he's gonna judge my voice, and like, I wouldn't say until like my third song is when I. Well, I work with different engineers now just because schedules, time, location. Mm -hmm. But um, until my third session, that was like the first time I felt fully comfortable. Like, I'm coming in here. I know what I got to get done. I know my time. I know what. Okay, I struggle in this part. I need to work on this part. Intros are always so hard for me. Like, as soon as I get in the studio, I'm like, skip the intro straight to the chorus. Like, I love choruses. I think it's the most important part of a song. I think it's. It's just. The, I don't know. It's just is my this, favorite is, thing to work on, kind of. But um, goals. Yeah, goals. The goals have, they progress. And that that's the thing is with time and with practice, you know, you go from, okay, now I have a few songs out. Let's do a show. Or, okay, I'm comfortable with myself. Now I am comfortable. Like, I can invite someone to my session and I feel comfortable that they can add on to my work or I can add on to their work. So, a feature took a while for me. I was nervous about, you know, who to choose and So it oh, was your if... song that you was looking for somebody to get on. <sighs> Wait, what? It was your song that you was looking for somebody to um, get on? Um, I don't remember the exact order. I think the first feature I did, someone came on mine, which was the person that I like sat in studio time a lot with. Um, but I have been on one, two, three, four ish, I think four or five other people's tracks. But that's where it gets messy, you know, like, oh, whose song is it actually? And who's going to post it on their page? So it does get a little messy. You do have to work with people you trust, know, and just want to grow with. So I'm super happy with um, the features I've done so far. Um, yeah, the goals just keep going, you know, then whatever you book a show. OK, now I want an out of state show. Did that, uh, <laughs> you know, so and then same thing for even, you know, people who are already um famous or whatever have a bunch of fans okay now i want a sold out show now i want a world tour now i want to you know there's levels to this so okay i have my song on the radio now i want to be the number one hit so it just keeps progressing and growing and that's the beauty of it is it's everlasting it's never ending it's even music you can find inspiration anywhere from anyone and it's just a beautiful cycle that i've grown to love and fell in my lap unexpectedly and i'm super happy to say i'm an artist i'm super proud to say i'm an artist it's like my favorite thing in the world so yeah okay so uh i kind of i got i got a lot of questions so let's start here so 
let's go back to uh, the out of state show. Was that your first show? And if not, walk us through your first show. Was you was you prepared? Was you nervous? Was you in the back like Eminem on Eight Mile, or or was you? Was you ready to go? Talk to me about that experience. <sighs> My first like, show. In the mirror practicing for two days. What? My first show was at the Forge in Joliet, Illinois, which it's a it's a big spot for. Yeah. Uh, Paul Wall was just there uh, not too long ago. Yeah, it's a yeah. good music uh, venue. See, I, That's where I've seen Dirk. That's where yeah. I've seen Herb. You know, I'd it is go motivating. There instead of Indiana, just me personally. Yeah, yeah me too. But it, it's inspiring, you know, like even just being able to say, "Oh, I performed in the same building that." little Dirk has like that's cool to me so um my first show ever <laughs> i did pay like 25 dollars to perform but what? i know gotta it is what it is we're gonna talk about the we're, investment listen party. money and about. art don't mix i'm gonna leave it at that but um it, oh we're gonna have a conversation we i know we, we have, have so have much to talk about but you know I, I don't mind if there's 50 people showing up i don't mind paying 25 dollars. you know that's the same as going out to eat might as well spend it on something that's gonna help me grow um, I sang two songs. At that time, I thought the songs were good, and now to me, they're like my worst songs. But no, it was fun. Um, people told me I had a natural stage presence. I was still, you know, not fully dancing on stage because you're still holding a mic and whatnot. Um, but no, I had a great time. I was nervous. I didn't practice at all. Didn't have a routine ready, um, and just got it out the way. And then. I meant to count before I came here how many shows I've done, but I think we're right around eight, seven to nine, seven to nine shows. I, I, I have to count, but you know, we're still in the single digits. Um, I've done one out of state show. Yeah, I have to think about it, but one out of state show, like four in Chicago, two in Juliet. I don't know. These are, I, know I have you've to been to think back. They have a lot of shows. No, I haven't been. Eight. My next goal, one of them, is to have a show in Milwaukee and then Indiana, just because Indiana's right there. Milwaukee's a great city. I, I love like, Milwaukee. I got, so. I got some family in Milwaukee. I don't know. I didn't know Milwaukee was in Illinois for a long time. It's not in Illinois. See, exactly. It's in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. See? It's yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's right there. Scratch that out. Scratch that out. See, two hours. when we talk like, about I don't edit, but I might edit that out. No, you're not. <laughs> it's like two or it's like two ish hours away. It's a good city. Is it is it a huge difference from Chicago? Because I know a lot of people mm, go smaller from back and forth. Smaller and uh well, like I know Chicago's a big city, well, but yeah. I mean, just as far as like the feel. I mean, and, I've uh, only been a few times. Okay. I only cool. saw like the nightlife once, but okay. like and I've gone to a Bucks game. I've gone to like the museum out there. I've gone to a Brewers game. I'm a sport person. Not, I, I like. I noticed that. Like, I love, I love that. I love. Uh, I love sports. That's a whole other story because we skipped uh, over that. I but. actually took a job at. At White Sox, just so I can watch the games. I was like a cashier, Passion. hot dog dude. Passion. That shit was dope. Passion takes you a lot of places. Like, I tried to get in United Center so bad. They uh, didn't call me. I'm still trying. And shout out to all the sport teams <laughs> that haven't hired me. But no, I was an athletic marketing intern in college and worked every basketball, baseball, softball, soccer game. We didn't have a football team at my college, but... I haven't been able to find a job in the sport industry. And, you know, it is a little sad when you do care so much about something. And, like, I don't take it personal. I'm a woman. I'm 22. Like, mm -hmm. I get why would you hire a woman when you can have someone who's played the game for eight years plus, and a 10 lot years. Of it is, it's, right. It's, so it's who you know. A lot of it is who you yeah, know instead of what you know. It is, sadly. You know and I try not to take it to heart. But, you know, I think eventually I, 
I don't care if I have to start at the bottom. Once again, I like trying different industries. I've been in sales. I've been in finance. I've been in management. I've been in operations. So I just like jumping around, trying to think the education, you know what I mean? So, um, sports, I'm going to get that job one day. Just For sure. Like, just For sure. Like, if you want it, you definitely going to get it. So, um, okay. So yeah, you, you've done a lot in, in such a little time and, and, and I don't want to do too much skipping around but i think we're gonna set the music down for one second and i just want to ask about the modeling did that coincide with you stepping out the box and doing the music as well or was that something that you always had a passion for this is like a funny story but uh at my high school like when you're a senior it was like a thing to get like senior portraits done like oh you're about to graduate like it's a milestone you know um whatever people were paying for like $300 photo shoots from like a professional photographer and like I and my family couldn't like afford that and like I didn't think it was that big of a deal I was going to community college da, 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 da. so like one of my old teammates was just like hey like I'll shoot for you um we can just like go to this like forest preserve and I was like okay cool like I appreciate it um and like they turned out so good we both were shocked honestly I think That's in the dope. moment um and I still like thank her to this day her name's Abby and like I tell her all the time, like, you literally jump-started my modeling career in my eyes because that was, like, the first time I felt, like, fully confident. Like, not fully confident, but, like, that was, like, the first time, like, I was like, okay, like, there's something more here that I can keep building off of and other people saw it too, you know? So that transpired into just, you know, people reaching out to me, like, wow, I love this photo you took. Like, can we do something like this? And they would send, like, a concept of, like, whatever i can't even think of a concept right now something with bubbles or something like i don't know if that was a bad example but and yeah that's been running with that and within the past year and a half that transpired into runway modeling which is actually like i love that i really well, love was that something you was always practicing or is that something you had to learn because from what i can from what i understand that's just you just don't go in there and walk once again that's something that just fell into my lap that i wasn't expecting because you know models are tall they're skinny like but the modeling industry has changed you the know models that you know, I don't, you know right like right. victoria's secret models like it, that was always a thing like you're just tall skinny and that's it you know so even in health <laughs> class like in high school i remember them saying like eating disorders like whatever they just like called out models who were tall and skinny and like i was like i don't know like um <laughs> short and stubby <laughs> but uh same thing just like kind of fell in my lap um had a few opportunities i have a, i'm walking in a show next weekend i'm super excited for um for a model i hold close to my heart um the brand's called exclusive exclusive habit um she went to my high school desiree um and exclusive this is my habits exclusive oh okay you know okay. But, uh, no, like, uh, she's given me two opportunities. And, like, to me, anyone who gives me an opportunity, I always try to repay in some way, shape, or form. Like, I'll always, I always let my appreciation be shown. Like, I will forever thank you in a, some way. Like, even if it's in the future, I don't care. Um, but I'm super excited for that. Um, and as for the walking, it is, like, a learned skill. But I also think some of it is just having it like you have to just some people have it some people don't if you can't strut if you can't like i always just was able to walk in heels like I, sometimes i feel like i could when i was like four but um you just have to 
some people have it some people don't um you go to a different headspace the same as a performance the same as a whatever let's say you're it's just a performance you're putting on a show same thing as anything in life a sports performance a music performance you make it sound easy but you're kind of walking into my next question (sighs) is what you having eight or nine shows under your belt and then walking in front of people doing modeling was it always easy to be in front of these big crowds and 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 I know that you speak on doing the car salesman and interact with people every day, but that's different. That's it's different. One per two, maybe right. three people at a time. But now you got hundreds of people looking at you at one time. Is that something that you have to to work on? Is that always easy for you to do? Because um, one person be looking at me like right. I would say even since middle school, I would say in middle school I was like not the class clown, but like I was just goofy, like not like being the center of attention but like i just like being in the mix you know like i wanted to be around whoever was you know causing commotion or whatever um but no cheer like i said cheer and track really shaped me so much cheer you're performing in front of a crowd of i don't even honestly i think i've performed in front of thousands before like at state and stuff like Mm -hmm. it is a big crowd you're surrounded from the front and the sides and then even behind you there's judges so you kind of have to block out everything happening around you um, and get in that zone, get in that zone. And I think that's the same for any sports. People are like, how does Curry perform under pressure? And this is a skill. It's practice. It's being used to that habitat and um, adapting to what's going on around you. So same thing with runway walking. Um, you know, they... Every model is different. Some people look straightforward and don't lose gaze of, you know, where they're walking. And some people kind of like use their eyes to advantage and like, I wouldn't say like scope the room, but walk with their eyes. So like, I don't know. There's, I've always loved public speaking. So let me, let me backtrack a little bit. Yeah, oh my gosh, that, I go so off topic. That, but that's a big thing, public speaking. <sighs> public speaking is really my passion. Like, that teaching is a form of that you know you're preaching to a group of 30 kids um it's something about commanding the room that i love like i don't know i don't know how to explain it really but when i lost my train of thought oh public speaking i'm going off topic but whatever um the first i need to hear this because no this is a good story i I shrink no it's definitely a practice like i remember in middle school like science fair hated speaking i was so nervous what i learned is you have to be confident in what you're talking about same thing with music if you're not confident about what you're um presenting and singing of course you're not gonna be you're gonna be nervous jittery obviously nerves are good but the first time i was like wow like i can hold the crowd is actually my senior was it junior or senior it might have been junior year junior year of college in my I had a speech class and we only had like three speeches that year because then COVID happened whatever it was like the last speech of the year it was like I think it was an informative speech and I chose like to do my topic on adoption and whatever everyone has a different format how they start how they end what they include I had people crying and like the amount we you know we had like a little sheet giving feedback positives pros and cons of your uh, presentation and they were an- anon- uh, I can never say it anonymous anonymous yep okay. <laughs> I can never say it no nah, cause I, I suck never- at shit like that I'm glad I was able to help you out right there <laughs> but um it was that word 
and like the feedback was just it was really life-changing because i was like wow like i was able to captivate the crowd and actually make them feel something and that was like another turning point for me where i was like words are so powerful and like everything relates back to music in a way and even with modeling it relates back to music you're putting on a show you're wearing your outfit fashion you're presenting everything everything's connected and that speech really had me you know contemplating even my career choices like what i wanted to apply for jobs after college like i knew i needed to be in the public eye um i just had to figure out where and that's something i'm still kind of struggling with is yes social media presence is important which i'm like in the midst of right now because i honestly hate social media but if you have the voice for it or the content for it everyone's do it do it da, 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 make money off this da, da, da. and it's just i'm honestly the complete opposite it's like i just post what i want and i go like i don't care who likes it, i don't care how many likes i get i just like sharing what i've learned and hopefully it helps someone else and that's what it comes down to so that was a whole lot i just <clears throat> went on five different tangents but you answer like she answered like three of my questions before i even got a chance <laughs> to ask them but i'm gonna still ask one of them anyway you touched on a little bit about the connectivity between music and molly if you could expand on that a little bit more is that something that you consciously incorporate together like especially when doing visuals like i'm finna you know, basically do your own wardrobe, right. do your own, I'm finna walk like this, I'm finna walk in like that, I'm finna dance like that. Is that is just to be clear, I'm my own stylist, my own manager, my own choreographer, my own writer. I really do everything alone other than the video shoots, obviously photo shoots, um, and then engineers and producers. Other than that, like finding the shows figuring out what I'm gonna wear what like transportate like all that is me so like it is a lot of work um what was the question <laughs> oh I was the uh, incorporation oh, of it? modeling yeah and, so and like I said everything does go hand in hand so it is nice because oh like we're doing a photo shoot or let's say we're doing a photo shoot someone asked me to shoot okay well sometimes I like propose the idea like hey do you mind if I use this for cover art like I really love what you did here I've been saving a photo shoot from last summer for this upcoming summer because I'm like, I want to use it specifically for this song. And he's like, yeah, just wait. Like, just wait. Whenever you're ready to post it, obviously I tag all my photographers, but he's like, let me know when you're going to drop it and we're, you know, mm -hmm. full speed ahead. So, <sighs> yes, everything goes hand in hand. Modeling, um, you know, same thing with music video shoots in a sense you're getting content and one thing i do dance choreo i've done only like three or four um but in my next music video i do want to incorporate that but it's a lot of work man like people don't get it even just going to a dance studio or the gym or whatever and like planning it out takes minimum like three days depending on how much time you have than the actual shooting like it's just everything takes time and you know i used to like judge artists like oh my god they took three years to drop i get why now like it's a lot of preparation it's a lot of okay this person's in atlanta this person's in cali i have to wait till i go there to see them again i have to collaborate with this person i'm waiting on this music video that i never got back it might but... be a christmas song it's the middle of joe right <laughs> i have a teaser i have a country song that like i'm not gonna drop that in the winter like you know what i mean right. so 
it's just a lot of waiting and you know knowing when the time's right feeling good about what you're putting out because i think that's what i rushed in the beginning is i was putting out tracks that like the mix didn't even sound good or like i could have re-sang a part my voice cracked you know like just small stuff like that where well, like you said you just gotta do it you just, just gotta, gotta learn just and gotta do it start. and grow and honestly yeah. i'm glad i did start learning that and doing that because now i can listen to that first track and be like the next. i hear the growth like wow like you didn't even say one ad lib here over here you're harmonizing like that's a huge difference to go from i won't say monotone because i never sound monotone in my opinion but from going from you know just one take or whatever to trying four times and hitting it exactly how you want goes a long way like but that comes back to studio time and it costing money and you're on a time crunch. So that's why, you know, it goes back to <laughs> as you look at the clock because we're running out of time. No, but, no, we're no good. I'm, I'm just kidding. But Apple Watch um, always talking about time to stand up and shit. <laughs> man, your business, man. They want me it's, to stand up? It's my off day. No, I'm just kidding. But um, time, money, passion, they just all go hand in hand. And it's hard because I think I'm always like two people in everything in life like i suck at making decisions i'm always like like there really is a devil and an angel on my shoulder because at one one end i'm like okay i see why this is important i should do that and the other hand's like what are you talking about like this is what you need to do this is what is right like so it's hard to go back and forth and i think the biggest thing at least in 2022 that i came to realize is you know people say all the time like you get what you pay for and i was like okay i get that and then I would do that, and I'm like, I didn't get what I paid for. I didn't get anything at all. This person finessed me. This went wrong, or this feature didn't want to put it out. I wasted studio time. You know what I mean? So it's like, you have to really juggle the balls, and once again, find the people you want to work with. Find the people that are trustworthy. Make sure, at the end of the day, whether you're paying for a gig or paying for a collaboration, just make sure you guys are on the same page. Make sure there's a written contract or some sort of agreement in place um because the worst thing that happens is when you put your time effort soul into something and then it never gets put out to the world like i don't know that's kind of hurtful to me obviously not all work is meant to be put out some of it i have songs that will never be put out but like they were meaningful to me and like i like maybe if i re-sang them and, right you know what i'm saying it might, <laughs> might be a hit back there somewhere. <laughs> it's, it really is there's just so much gray area in any industry any industry is and i'm glad that those things are happening now when i'm still you know unestablished i'm still learning because guess what all that is leading me to the right path to the people I need to be meeting. Like this podcast, for example. For like, sure. like there's just... Uh, thank you for having me. I haven't said it yet. Mm. I meant to say it when we started, but... It's a pleasure and an honor <laughs> to have you here. I just... You can tell when passion's in play. And when it's not, automatically, I just lose drive. I don't want to be there. I feel like I'm wasting my time. Because at the end of the day... I don't care how much money I spend. It comes down to time. Time is the most valuable to me. Like I came here straight after work. I was like, I need to be on time. I want to do this. I'm excited. Appreciate it. Grab some drinks on the way. You know, so you need to feel excited about the things you're doing because that's how. And that leaves an awesome, a great impression. I'm glad. And I'm glad because 
that's what keeps the ball rolling. I hope this, you know, helps Mo's next podcast. And now he's excited to find the next artist, even though he has a whole lineup of 10 other artists, 15. He's ready. He's prepared, organized. So I love it. I'm happy to be here. Um, the convo's been great. I forget the camera's even here. Yeah. I need a refill. Yeah, that's what I said. We need to let, <laughs> let, let, let's 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 um let's talk about what you got going on for for my camera overheats. So right now, before, before what the camera overheats, excuse oh, me. Yeah. So what's going on right now um with Lillian as far as the music? Like what uh somebody <sighs> who's just finding out about you right now in this interview and this conversation, what can they expect? when they when they check your music out um same thing i should have counted how many songs i have but i didn't but you know was it is it over 300 under 300 300 songs hell no um all together because you got some in in the vault not that many okay but i would say what's out so far is a few singles i have one ep out I'm waiting on that album. That debut album definitely is going to be special. I think I don't want to do it this year. I think I want to wait till I grow myself and just learn more about music myself. But um, what's to come? I hope collaborations. I have a few singles lined up. The mind's always rolling. And um, I did make a big investment and got some home studio equipment so i would say that's the next big thing for me is great it it is and you know what i've everyone says it you need to invest in this because the growth is going to happen at home when you're alone when you're singing by yourself no one else is around i think my vocals are going to change drastically and you can create whenever you want (sighs) whenever you you want schedule however you want i know when i want to cut in and cut out i can explore oh i don't like this beat scrap it i'm not on a time crunch um the only thing i'm worried about is you know not to speak it into existence but i know there's going to be a drop of quality for a minute Mm mm-hmm but even if it's just to practice, even if it's just, okay, I came up with a song. Now I'm just going to go record it out of the studio. It's going to take 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Harmonize. Boom. Done. So even that coming more prepared to the studio and just working, you know, um, with my life, it's so hard for me to sit down and just get to work. Like I know people who are like, oh yeah, I booked studio time in two months. I'm like, I cannot do that. I'm a spur of the moment. I'm a hey, do you have studio time tonight? And like, no one ever, you know, can do that for me, kind of. And it's sad, but that's how I live my life. Like, I, whatever comes up in that day is what I do. And I live my life day by day. And you don't know what'll happen tomorrow. And so having my own home equipment is going to be an interesting journey. Um, What else can you expect? More shows. I think that's one of the number one ways to expand is people seeing you live. Enjoy your art and expressing it um i personally shows are like one of the scariest things for me not scariest but i would say i honestly hate music videos more because to me music videos there's just so much that can go right go wrong you have to rely on other people showing up you have to rely on okay you have to understand like i'm someone who i like to be aware of everything going on like and you kind of have to accept like, okay, I can't be the director, the photographer, the the singer and the director all at once. So it's kind of something where <laughs> I just spit where <clears throat> where you have to learn to just like take a step back and like trust other people. And like, that's the hardest part because your art is at your stake. Your art's at stake. You're spending money on this and like, 
but shows I love shows it's it's super fun um my family has yet to come to one so I'm hoping this year they do um I don't know it's just an experience like you know it is scary you know sometimes I'm like oh I don't want to twerk bubble buzz there or like but it's a part of the show and it's I'm just having fun I'm expressing my art okay. and yeah it's the just, family it, haven't come to a show how do they listen to the music <laughs> so I actually used to I did not tell them I <clears throat> made music but it did take me a while to be like I didn't tell them I just didn't tell them right <laughs> because it is scary you know like these are people who know your whole life they're gonna be like why would you share that that's like personal and like to me it's like I needed to let it out so like it was scary at first like them hearing I, I remember my dad was like the last one who found out and I was just like because you know sometimes songs are sexual or like you are opening about opening up about relationships and it's like things they haven't heard yet so it's like that happened to you and it's like yeah it did but like i wanted people to know you know what i mean so it's stuff like that um i don't know it's scary it that's probably like the scariest part for me is like any real music listener you're listening to the lyrics and if you're not you need to start listening to lyrics. Like anytime I listen to new music on Apple Music, first thing I do is pull up the lyrics and like read along with it because you learn so much more. Like sometimes it skips over your head and like, oh, or, I didn't hear that. Say that again. Or you thought like, they were saying one thing for, three, right. for 10 years and found out mm -hmm. they were saying the whole thing. So like thing. there's a lot that goes into that. And um, I don't know. My family, my little sister's been in one of my music videos. She's helped That's shoot dope. one of my music videos. We recorded one ourselves. So That's like dope. the support is there. The support is there. My mom said she's wanted to come to the show, but you know, sometimes it's in the city. They don't want to drive an hour and like, it's a younger crowd. Like there's no business in my little brothers being there. You know what I mean? So exactly. until I find that right venue, don't worry about it. Don't worry until about I find, it. <laughs> I'm over here drunk. Act, act like it didn't happen. Until I find that venue where it's like, I feel like, this is like a great outing and everything connects. This comes back to me wanting to have a more community role in my life. Like I've volunteered and I've gone to various events and whatnot. I really want to take on a larger community role, not for the reasons I feel like people expect, but once again, I have younger siblings. I have older siblings. I've have parents. Like, I just feel like I can understand people of all ages and bring them together. And that's what it's about at the end of the day is connecting people that I think the world runs on connection and empathy. And those are like my two strong suits. So I want to eventually, maybe not this year, but next year in some way, shape or form, get some sort of event going. I don't know exactly what, if it's an all day, a two hour thing, if it's a outside event inside like i haven't thought it out yet i just know i want to do something big and just have people have a good time you know whether it's i don't know i don't know i haven't really no. thought that far i'm over here just expressing my thoughts yeah, it sounds like an awesome com <coughs> combination so <clears throat> excuse that's me. how you know i've been talking too much that your voice getting <laughs> <clears throat> no, there's a lot of other factors in that but um all right. So before you go, you mentioned a few times not right, being about about not being motivated by by money. So what's the ultimate goal when you sit back and be like, "Yeah, I did what I wanted to do." What is it going to look like? What's what's the ultimate goal? It's so hard because you know people see my social media and they're like, "Oh, she probably got paid for that gig," and "Oh, I bet she's making money off of that," and 
truthfully, I've made, I've been modeling for four years. I've been doing music for two. In that whole time span, I've made money off of one music video and Instagram reels. That is it. That is it. I'm not afraid to admit it. I have not been paid for features. I've not been paid for modeling gigs. And like, sometimes it is sad, you know, to reflect and be like, I could be charging. I could be, you know, making a boatload off of this or da 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 da. But like, at the end of the day, that's not what it's about for me. Um, I think at this point in my life, I have hustled so hard that like, I am comfortable. Of course, more money is great for everyone. Everyone wants more money. But I don't want to charge people or lose out on relationships at that risk i would rather have someone who comes back they're excited to work with me and it just feel natural and we're doing this because we love it rather than oh we were only here for two hours and she only finished one verse and we didn't get this done or it shouldn't feel like that it should feel we're here because we love it however it comes out is how it comes out um obviously i do pay people for their time so that's like the other downside is i feel like i'm investing in other people but no one's investing in me so it is kind of like a bittersweet bittersweet feeling like you know i've, I've already mentioned it earlier i've been finessed i've paid for music videos not gotten them back i've done photo shoots the sim card goes blank it no, doesn't happen you know it does it does have it's happening i'm talking about i had like two interviews and uh, two in the booths on a memory card, and I was doing some stuff. I wanted to go look for it, and it was just blank. I had to tell the people, like, man. Okay, but what? A, I'm not even going to bring the, it up. But but the finesse in the video, that's bogus. Like, bogus. I would have put his ass on oh, blast I, on Instagram. Like, well, hey, what the bop? Dude took my money. If it don't work with him, he is unsafe. I'm just doing this well, so, not even, so it I, don't happen to me again. Well, and, you know, that's where it or crosses my morals again because I'm like, there's no point in even wasting my breath. His karma will come, you know. I, I don't even want to mention it really, but like it does hurt because it's something you For care sure. about so much. And you put your work, you we wasted, sweat into we it. wasted, I wasted gas, time, energy, an outfit, money, money. Like it is sad, it is sad, but it's a new year, their karma will come. Um, and then they they messing it up for themselves like you, you and it's crazy because you're on the rise you you type person you would want to be connected to as a cameraman personally i would want you to call me every time you're doing something just and, to just to be attached to it you right know what I'm and this goes back to people not understanding relationships always outweigh the money like what whether you give someone an opportunity once guess what they're gonna repay you three times in giving you three other opportunities that are 10 times greater. So I don't know. I feel like people fail to understand that. And a lot of people, are, you know, are stingy and are like, oh, I'm not doing it unless I'm getting paid. Well, guess what? Not everyone gets paid at the start. You think Drake when he, whatever, Justin Bieber, when he was singing I on the streets. Drake was putting music out on Facebook, on MySpace right. or something Everyone like did it for free at one point. That's what it is. Grind, That's what it is. And if you can't understand that or sacrifice that, maybe it's not for you, you know, and I've paid people early. I've paid people in full. I've paid people... It, it, like I said, it's it's hard. It's a hard thing to wager. But at the end of the day, this is something I care about. This is something I'm trying to push. So like I said, I hope those mistakes happen now. Down the line, I'm more cautious. They're never going to work with me again. That's what it is. I don't care if they've worked with someone famous. I don't care if that's who's all over their page. They just missed out on someone in their own city... 
who we don't know where they're going to go, what they're going to do. It might not even be music related, but what happens when they need a videographer in two years and it's a big event? They're, you're the first person they think of and nah, I forgot what happened, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but that's enough about that. We don't mean to end on a sad note. No, it's definitely not a sad note because like I said, it's, it's, at the end of the day, it's their loss, you know what I'm saying? Because just from the short time that I've known you, I can tell that you're really working and investing in what you're doing. So it's only going to get greater and greater. And whoever get left, it sometimes stuff like that happens for a left. reason as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's not the right time or it's not a, uh, it's not meant for that person to be attached to you it for isn't. whatever reason. It isn't. And, you know, it's good to clear those people out the way and... Like I said, you learn, you're more prepared for the next time. Okay, next time I'm going to have a written agreement. Next time I'm going to have people with me or whatever the case may be, whatever went wrong that day. Um, but yeah, so you care if I go into these three tips for the upcoming artists? Go ahead. Sure. <clears throat> the floor is yours. If I, some tips for upcoming artists, honestly, any creative, whether you're a photographer, videographer, artist, painter, I don't even know what else there is. Person, sewer, business, entrepreneur, fashion designer. Um, the first tip, well, I guess this one's actually more for music, but um, the first tip is use your voice as an instrument. A lot of the times I hear people on a beat and they'll sound monotone. The goal is to sound like three different people on one track and people be like, who is that feature? Oh, that's the same artist? Their voice switched like that, that's what you want. I think that's the coolest part is when I make music is I try to add on and envision myself as like, oh, I didn't hear a guitar in the song. Let me like try to harmonize and like, you know, not sound like a guitar, but like, what would it be strummed like, you know? So that's the tip for not sounding monotone because that's how you create your um, different sounds. I got to look up my other, uh, I was writing this on my way here, but I already told you guys about just starting, start, whatever your passion, your goal is, just start it. That's all that matters. Um, progression, it'll happen along the way. Like I said, I've been doing music two years. It feels like I've been doing it for 10. Like it doesn't, there's no time frame. There's no time limit. You can create as you please, as you go. I only drop maybe like, I think this year I dropped three singles and one ep so it was a big year for me um but you know young boy for example drops four eps in a year so you can't really gauge it then you have people like frank ocean drops one song every three years there's really no time frame on it um another tip i have is just uh find good people around you really like that's you can't do anything alone and i know it's cliche but without support it is hard to get back up and do it again or oh i only got 10 likes well as long as two of those 10 people are cheering you on keep going actually i don't care if zero people cheer me on if i'm letting my feelings out and i love the way it sounds i'm gonna keep dropping music i don't care if one person sees it so just keep going really um this one's more for music but um don't worry about rhyming. This was so hard for me to understand. I remember people would always try to get me to freestyle and I was like, I can't do it. I can't think of rhymes on the spot. And now when I freestyle, I like sing freestyle. And what I learned is with singing and expanding out notes, it doesn't matter if you're rhyming because 
the way your vocals are sounding and the the letter or vowel you're going for sounds similar and it just flows especially with the beat finding those pockets and really capitalizing on those you don't want to sing along with the beat you kind of want to go against it i don't know how to explain that i guess that goes back to the first one of sounding like an instrument um but yeah those are probably my tips i know everyone says like grow your social media and do tiktok trends and stuff like that but to me that's a whole nother beast you can be an artist like ice spice and blow up overnight um are you gonna have the same depth and passion that SZA does where she has a whatever 21 song album no it's it, there's it's different music is different people make music for different reasons that's another thing I meant to talk about is I've learned just make whatever's on your mind you know there's songs where I've performed them performed one of my songs and I'm like yeah I'm never performing this again like this is not a song you sing at a performance then there's songs where you know you're driving and you're like yeah this hits at night you know like so making music with a purpose and having reasoning behind action so always do stuff with a purpose um and yeah I think that's my third tip I might have said four (laughs) Man, I have to say, I have to say, you the first guest that, that actually brought like tips for for the viewers and, and me as well. So I definitely appreciate that. I'm it glad. takes a lot of consideration. I appreciate that as well. You know what I'm saying? Coming I think to the show, it's important because what do people want to learn from a podcast? You know, <clears throat> you got to take away the key points. And obviously, it's great to hear about my life, but you know, what can you gain from me? Mm-hmm. I think we live in a society where it's like. What can I grab from this person? What's this person going to contribute to my life? Oh, they're going to get me views from this post. And just take the knowledge. Take it as it comes. Take it from the experiences. You know, whether good or bad, I've had good and great experiences. And then you've had the not so good ones. So, you know, whatever the lessons they are, take them as they come and use them to your advantage. You know, it sounds bad. Take them to your advantage and keep good people around. Throw away the bad ones and keep working. So. And before we go, (laughs) real quick, I'm sorry. This is a question I ask every female artist come through here. What is it like? I hope the camera will go off on me. But what is it like being a female in a male-dominated industry? Not just with the male rappers, but the male engineers and producers and and studio owners. Is is that something that you you have to dealt with or... Um, What has your experience been? It definitely has been worse in the modeling industry. Um, obviously people are predatory. That's what it is. Um, people use your passion as bait and it's sad. Um, you know, no woman or man should be put in that position. If they're not comfortable, they should not be forced to do anything or feel like they're need to leave or get out or whatever. Um, but for music wise, I would say it's been fun. You know, I have so many male artists that are like a female female vocals would sound so good on this so it's so nice bringing being able to bring something to the table like oh i'm mainly rap like you being able to sing on this would just work perfect together so it's nice and nice in that aspect but you know there is the bad side of it of people saying like oh come record i go to the home studio and there's you know the equipment's there it's not on why did i come over you know so it's sad you know there is a lot of like falsification and um other than that 
like I said, the modeling industry has been worse. We're not going to get into it. I'm sure everyone hears the stories about photographers, not to discredit them. Maybe there's, a different episode. Maybe a different episode. There, There's great people out there, and that's why I said find the good ones. Make sure they're credible. If you're not sure about an engineer, if you're scared to have a session alone with someone, reach out to someone who has recorded with them. Hey, how was it with them? Like, yeah, their posts might have 10,000 views. That doesn't mean it was a good session. That means sure. the person had good work. Um, so that's one thing I need to learn too. And I'm preaching to myself right now is taking people's word, you know, trusting them. Cause you know, a lot of times people are like, well, they wouldn't do that to me. They would, they're yeah. going to do it to you. So that's something I'm learning and dealing with as well. But you know, I'm someone who gives the benefit of the doubt until you give me a reason not to trust you, to like you, to work with you, you know, I'm going to give you the chance. So let you um, hang yourself you hear that right <laughs> hang you the rope you choose what to do with mm-hmm. <laughs> but no i do appreciate everyone i've worked with from engineers producers videographers photographers hosts venue uh management just just everything everyone's added to me in some way shape or form i feel like i'm a thousand pieces from a thousand different people and it's a great feeling because no one can say, you know, I'm responsible for that. You're not. You know, you. That's I did this. Like, I no did team. This. No team. Just you, except for the, the no producers team. and engineers. Stuff. Right. It's just you. And it's, I never really work doing, with the same people. You're doing a great job. I never work with the same people just because I do like to give people a chance. And, oh, this person works different than this person. And I'm just splabbering now. But I am appreciative, appreciative for everyone I've worked with. Um, and, yeah. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to keep growing. It's a new year. I'm happy to start this podcast off. This really set the tone for my year. I'm happy to oh, express man, awesome. my feelings and that's goals. Great. That's so great. I was excited about this. Even towards the end of the weeks of December, I was like, first interview lined up of the year. You know, it's it's motivating, that's and that's what keeps me going is looking forward. So awesome to be a, be a part of that. And, and I'm glad the camera ain't cut off on. So <laughs> I ain't gonna do. I ain't gonna do you no more. I ain't gonna right. stress you out no more. Go ahead, tell the people where they can follow you on social, where they can find the music, where well, they can connect with you to work, where they could just be a fan. Let them know all that. First of all, if you're not subscribed, 290 Mo Podcast. Like, hey! If you're not following, you need to because, sure. like I said, great combo, great questions, professional environment. And that goes such a long way in my books. So um, as for me, <laughs> you can find me on all platforms. Um, my artist name is Lillian um that's my real name uh instagram lillian bauer three all the good usernames were taken (laughs) um youtube same thing everything's in the link tree you know everything's connected in life so uh you know where to find me and if you want to work let me know i'm always with the shits (laughs) i like that i like that man uh, yeah 290 mo podcast hey double conversation appreciate you coming through keep working can't wait to have you back. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that modeling can be a whole nother conversation. That sounds like a whole nother beast. You know what I'm saying? Whole so, so I definitely love that we was able to connect, have a safe rest of your day, safe drive, and all that. Lillian. <laughs>